All right, UFC featherweight champion, Alex Volkanovsky. Man, I appreciate the time. I know you're on semi-lockdown. Talk about the situation you're going through right now. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Obviously, everyone's uh, in the same sort of position. You know, there's so many. I think the whole world's uh, pretty much in full lockdown or pretty much quarantined and, you know, under certain rules. We ain't in full lockdown. We can go out to do certain things, but, you know, you're only allowed out if you have to. You know what I mean? So, it's, it is crazy, you know, obviously, especially me being a professional athlete and wanting to train, but I'm still getting the home workouts done. Uh, you know, I get to spend more time with the family. So, you know, I'm just, you know, as 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 hard it is, as it is right now, like I'm just sort of going to capitalize on what I have. So I'm trying to get as much as I can done, like podcasts, uh, you know, social media, you know, whatever it is, you know, like I could I could be building the brand or, you know, working on the profile and that, that while, while we're here and doing some home workouts. And like I said, paying more attention to the family. So it's all good. You know, I'm just going to adapt to the situation. Uh, I know there's a lot more people out there that are uh, less fortunate. You know, they're probably in the worst position than myself. So I've got nothing to whinge about. I've seen that you've been more active on your social media. Before, you're, you know, you'd go on there once in a while. But now you got story time with Valk. You're uploading a lot of stuff that you're doing with your children. Um, yeah, it, is is it? It's it's kind of a hassle a little bit, right? To be filming everything and uploading it. You always wonder, like, how it, do the other fighters keep doing it so much? Yeah, well, I think a lot of fighters have people doing it for them, and uh, you know, I think that's a good idea. I think uh, that's something that I might look into as well. But uh, at the same time, you know, obviously, I still want to, you know, I still want someone to get content out there, but I still want to be real. You know, I want I want people. But uh, no, like I'm a family man, you know, I ain't going to hide that. I ain't going to just do what, uh, you know, what most people think people want to see. At the end of the day, you know, if people are going to like me, they're going to like me for me. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, I like to pride myself on being a, you know, respectful family man, a loyal type of guy. So I want people to see that. But at the end of the day, I need the content going. I need to be in people's face. I need to get, you know, I need to at least let them see the life of, of you know, the Volkanovski family or all myself, you know, the 145 uh, champ. So I get that. And as you said, I was a little, uh, you know, too slow. You know, I wasn't really uh, on the social media and all that as much as I'd like. But, you know, right now we were, you know, we're changing things and we're working on that. So, you know, that's uh, something that you were really knuckling down on and, and getting done properly. You know, you, you're a perfect example of a guy that, didn't need to didn't need to have the social media didn't need to have the trash talking just win fights call out the guys you need to call out respectfully and and now you're in the position where you're sitting on top of the mountain and it mm -hmm. shows that you are a role model to a lot of people out there do you accept that role 100% yeah again it's a it's a tricky situation you know uh, again we've uh, you know been on social media and all that sort of stuff and you know again like a lot of times you know there's a sort of a how could i say there's sort of a, an image or a blueprint that people think you have to take and uh, obviously that you know the conor mcgregor sort of blueprint or you know mayweather talk trash and you know you know and that's what the only way you, you know people are going to lie or like sell seats you know that's how they, they think look i get it i get why they think that it did work you know conor worked really well but at the same time as you said i've got to be me the whole way through you know I, but Again, I don't get to show the people who I am enough. So that's something I'm going to do. Show the people I am. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, don't follow me. All good. You know, I'm not going to be someone I'm not just to impress a few other people. I know the people that do uh, appreciate me and what I do. They're real 
real fans, and they all, you know, and I think that you know they'll stick with me. You know, I'm not gonna lose, and then these guys just, ah, I'm over that guy now. You know what I mean? So again, I believe uh, I've got a lot of loyal fans, and but at the same time, I just need to show show everyone you know who I am. And now's a good time. Like while I'm home, I've got a lot of time to have the camera in my in my hands. Obviously, I'm spending a lot of time with the family, but I just want to have that camera rolling as much as I can. And I'm still nowhere near as as much as I want to do out there. So obviously I'm doing my own like little, uh, I'm going live on Instagram and, and inviting people on and, and doing things like that. And then, you know, my little story time with Volk, you know, as long as, yeah, people be like, ah, it's cringe, whatever, but I don't care. It's a little bit of fun. Uh, again, they're going to be all types of stories. And, uh, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of people that always, uh, like, I missed out on a couple of days. They're like, always oh, your story time. I want to, you know, I want to hear a story. So people can laugh at it, but you know, a lot of people really do appreciate it and it's good fun. So again, you know, I get to show, tell stories about me, my, you know, my past, my present, what happened that day. Again, like you said, you got girls, uh, you know, the funny stories with the uh, girls, you know, shit in the bed or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes people want to have a good laugh, especially while they're stuck at home. And not just that, I want to, uh, I want to be able to sort of, as you said, be a good role model and let everyone know that, you know, I don't have to. You know, you, I am just like a regular bloke. I am just like uh, all these people. I am a family man. There's, you know what I mean? It's, it's just tricky. Again, it's a, but like, you know, I just want people to know that all the, everyone that, you know, we're, we're real, you know, like this is, this is what happens. I've got a family. That's my number one priority. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. And that's, yeah, again, it's just, uh, but like I said, I've got to go and take that belt. And I got to be me the whole time. You know what I mean? Not many people can say that. There's a lot of people that are fake, and you can see it. I think that's cringe. I think that you know, and even the people that follow these people, half the people that follow them hate them, but they love the drama. They want to watch. So good on them. Again, I get it. Good on them. Um, everyone loves a little bit of drama in their life, but you know, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna be real. But at the same time, you know, if someone starts talking trash to me. I'm more than happy to talk trash back, you know, but at the same time, I'm not just going to be disrespectful. Again, I've, uh, I'm a martial artist. It's always been about respect. But if someone wants to poke at the bear too much, I'll fire back. Well, you're in that position now where the attention's on you. And speaking of being yourself all the way through, you got the Korean zombie, you know, a guy that just fights kind yeah. of very similar to you, just fights, wins fights, you know, builds himself up through that, that, through that avenue. But then all of a sudden he's starting to talk trash. Does this seem manufactured to you? Uh, you know, it's a. Again, I get it all, and uh, it's they've made it obvious now that you know he had management that started doing that, and he's made it. You know, he's made it public that, you know, that's not who he is, and you know, he's just. To be honest, I wouldn't say this, but even when we were having you know the back and forth banter and that, you know, a bit of a laugh. At the end of the day, we've seen each other, we were respectful and just said, you know, it is what it is, you know, let's just, you know, do what we've got to do. But, you know, so, again, I wouldn't say that, but the fact is that he's made a public that, you know, he's just, he's not doing that no more. He's always been a respectful guy and everyone's loved him for that. Again, the, his fans are loyal fans and they love who he is, a respectful guy that goes out and knocking people out, you know, good on him, you know. At the end of the day, that's what people want to see. And the people that do follow him, would like him same as my same as myself the people that follow me you know like me appreciate me so it's a you know it's a tricky one it is a tricky one at the end of the day people are going to throw all oh, your numbers and all this sort of stuff and, and i get that so i need to do more on my part but uh, at the same time I'm, I'm the ufc featherweight champ 
and you know all these people are gonna come you know they're chasing me and people got to recognize that and you know i've got to do what i've got to do to prove myself as the best featherweight in the world and that's that's what we're going to do so when we're, once we're back in it once the dust settles and we're back in the cage doing our thing people are going to remember why i'm the champ why i'm the best fighter in the world at the moment ufc 248 you're there to support izzy you're sitting cage side Brian Ortega, another guy in the division, at the top of the division. He goes over there, slaps one of the members of Korean Zombie's team. From your vantage point, did you see anything? Did you know anything was happening? They were directly behind me. So even uh, Korean Zombie, even uh, yeah, he was like right behind me. And uh, I actually went out to backstage with Izzy. And I was there, excuse me. I was there um, with him. Like you usually go back there before the, the boys fight. And just, uh, you know, just do our team huddles and whatnot, just be there for support. So while that was happening, that's when uh, Joanna and Zhang uh, Wali were fighting. So I didn't get to watch that live, which was, which you know, I was spewing because obviously that was a cracker of a fight. But I did get to watch it on screen. But I got to support my boy. But then I come back and, you know, my coach, Joe Lopez, ends up telling me, like, what happened? And then this other guy, I said, he goes there. He had, they actually thought it was a punch. They thought Brian Ortega just went and punched him. But, you know, supposedly it was a slap. But I sort of knew that that could have happened because of, obviously, with the Jay Park thing and then even Brian Ortega said he was going to do that. He said, he goes, if I see you, I'll slap you if you want to talk shit. So, again, it's weird. It's a, all right, At one stage, like, oh, he said he was going to do it. And then another one's like, all right, this guy's not a fighter, you know, whatever. But, I mean, was it for promotional type of things? You never know. But at the same time, you know, it was sort of uh, – that's sort of what made uh, Korean Zombie sort of be like, all right, look, that's you know, that's not me. I'm doing this stuff, and then it's just you know, biting me in the ass. You know, I don't need it in my life. You know, whatever. So, it's it's a tricky one. But at the end of the day, Brian Ortega said he was going to do it, and he went and done it. I missed it, but you know, obviously got told about it, and then seen a bit of the footage in it. So, do you think Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie makes sense now? Oh, 100 percent. You know, I think it. I think it made sense before that as well. Again. I keep saying this, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Again, I wanted there to be, you know, I want there to be a number one contender. I want there to be someone who is definitely next in line. I want that, you know, and I don't care who it is. People can say, he's ducking this guy, ducking that guy. Mate, whoever it is, whoever earns that number one spot, whoever's saying, this is the guy that's going to smash him, whatever, you know, I love that. Hype him up. You know, he definitely deserves it. That's a big fight. Let's do it. But right now, we've got so many people that, I just, you know, there's like four of them that are just sort of at the same sort of level, you know, at the same sort of contender. Like they're just one fight away. As I, you know, I keep saying they're one fight away. And these guys go out and fight each other. Again, Brian Ortega and Zombie, the winner out of that's clear number one. That's a big fight. There's already hype around it. You go out there, win in wild fashion. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's hyping you up. Everyone's saying, oh, yeah, he's going to do Alex, rah, rah, rah. Mate, bring it on. I love it. That's the fight. Let's do it. Let's let's book it in. But right now, there's, you know, even there's a bit. And then you've got, you know, Yeah Rodriguez who's just there. You know what I mean? So there's like four of them that are just there. But, and that's why, like, obviously, uh, the Max Holloway fight was getting talked about, a rematch. I believe that, you know, I won pretty convincingly. Uh, I think I won all five rounds, and most people think that. And I think that's what's going to happen again. Or, you know, I'm planning on, on finishing it if, if that fight happens Again, I got a good. I got to feel him out for five rounds. Now I've worked him out. I've got the feel. I'm going to take more risks. I'm going to go for the finish. I know. I know. I can get it done. So, but again, 
I think that you know, he was a great champion. He was a champion for a long time, and he does deserve does does deserve a rematch. And the, for the fact that you know there's no number one contender anyway, he definitely deserves that. So I'm again whoever whoever's next in line, whoever's the biggest fight for me. I think right now the biggest fight for me would be Max purely because there's no one else. Uh, and again, he's a you know obviously he's a he was a champ for so many years. I'm sure people think he can get the rematch and take me out. You know, I hope I'm underdog again. I love being underdog. I love proving people wrong, and I love proving my supporters right and making their money when they bet on me. So whatever it is, man, we'll see who it is. But obviously, they were looking for Max in Perth. But, mate, we're just in a position where no one knows what's going on. Also, right now, it's that card, you feel like it's in limbo? Oh, 100%. Like, I'll be honest with you right now, and I'll tell you that, let's be honest, that should a fight should be locked in. A headliner should be locked in, and we wanted to talk. We were, we were about to talk, and then right now it's just we need to wait it out. No one's allowed to fly in here. But I don't think there's going to be a, you know there's a big possibility that there won't be a there won't be a, a crowd allowed at the place. It won't be able to fly people into this country. You know who's you know why would you know you know Perth or whatever it is pay all that money to to bring the UFC there when there's not allowed to be an audience or or whatever it is and then there's a good chance that fighters won't be able to come so you can't organize nothing just now everything again everything is in in limbo no one really knows so you can't really be locking things in it's hard like you know even for me like they can't lock nothing in I can't really get a proper camp same as all the fighters you know, really, right now, the people that are going to fight are going to be the ones that be like, oh, fuck it, I'll fight, you know, whoever, whatever, I don't care if I have, don't have a proper camp. But at the same time, I'm a champion, I've got the belt, I need to defend it, I'm a calculated fighter, you know, I always prepare myself to the best before my fights, even though I probably can go out there and beat them guys right now, off an injury, you know, a little bit of training, get fit enough, I could probably go out there and still take these guys out. But, I'm a calculated fighter. I do this. Is this is? I'm a professional. You know, my motivation is my family. I don't go. I don't half-ass anything, especially when it comes to my family. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make sure I'm 100% prepared every time. And right now, it's going to be very hard to do that in the situation we are. And there's obviously a lot of fighters that are going to be be like that. And then there's going to be a lot of pressure if we do take on a fight. Are we going to be pressured into training with people? And then not really abide by the rules, and you know, or yeah, you know, I probably won't do that. But will other fighters? Will they be more prepared because they're cheating, pretty much? Uh, you know what I mean? So it's just it's a tricky situation. But at the end of the day, we need to make money. And again, I am I am a professional, but you know, I want to. You know, my motivation is my family. But if I'm sitting on the sidelines for six months where people are talking about, maybe I do have to go out there and fight. You know what I mean? So you just never know. Right now. I'm waiting it out, but if I look like I'm stuck in here for six months and so is the rest of the world, but they can somehow make a fight happen, maybe I do fight. Maybe I do make that coin anyway. You know, we'll see. But again, it's just we're just we're just gotta you know we've got to find out the best option. Right now, I'm in a position where you know I'm not fully prepared, so you know I'll, I'll wait. But if I have to wait too long, maybe I need to make that coin. Is is the spread of the coronavirus worse in Western Australia, where Perth is located, compared to other parts of Australia? Uh, I think where I live is worse. So uh, oh. New South Wales, I think, is worse than Australia. But uh, I don't think Perth is that bad, to be quite honest. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure, man. I just really – we just really don't know. But, I mean, you could sit there and be like, oh, yeah, 
you know, oh, it's not very good. Like, you know, the you know the the coronavirus isn't that bad over there. But at the end of the day, people can't fly here. They're not allowed to fly. You know what I mean? So if I was to fight Holloway, can he even fly here? Can he even leave his country? You know what I mean? Can there be – are we allowed to make contact? There's so many questions that no one really knows the answer for and won't know the answer for in a couple of months or whenever the fight is eight weeks out. You know what I mean? So it's just – it's just a really shitty position that the whole world's in, including UFC fighters. I know the Dana White's doing what he can to make some fights happen good on him. Hopefully they can get some fights done. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people at home uh, wanting to at least watch some sort of sport. So if he can get it done and abide by all the rules, I'm sure the world's going to be watching. And at the end of the day, if they can do it here in Perth and we somehow can uh, you know, make something happen and you know, I can still get some sort of decent training in, and I do fight, and the world can watch, you know what I mean? So as uh, all the little cartoons of me, you know, pay-per-views, you know, people are going <laughs> to say that a lot of time I get tagged and things like that. You know, that you know that can play a factor as well. So if, if we can make something happen, then I know that, you know, the whole world's in the same situation. Let's just go out there underprepared and, and slug it out for a bit of coin, you know, make it make it worthwhile and let's do it. But we'll see. Again, I'm just, I'm just throwing out whatever, you know, because I really don't know what's happening. Yeah, especially with uh, Shevchenko and Calderwood being removed from the card because of an injury. Um, now they need a main event more than ever. And, yes. Uh, without that fight, because I figured that there would have been a double title, you know, pay-per-view there. You versus Max and Shevchenko versus Calderwood. That would have been perfect for Perth, but I don't know. It doesn't look good. What's a big lightweight fight? A big lightweight fight if we can't bring... I'm trying to think. You just bring some lightweight over there, so no, no title, nothing. Me move up a division, take out, out a big name over there, and over here in a, in Australia, bring them over lightweight, no weight cut, mate. I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll that, do that's... it. And there's a few, there's a few lightweights that are throwing their hands up. They want to fight, so, yeah. mate, I'll do that. Yeah, think of it. Like <laughs> you heard this. it here first. You heard yeah. it here first. But again, that's something that I don't want to go. As I said, I don't want to go chasing other fights but again we're in this really weird position and if if fighting for the you know the title can't happen but they still want to do something in perth and there's a lightweight fighter you know uh, a decent name that's key to somehow get over in if it's allowed you know what i mean if you never know i'll, I'll take it i'll probably take it you know what i mean and uh, it's just again again i'm just throwing out whatever i can you know just to, for a bit of a chat but you never know you never know what situation is going to happen but it's just crazy, man. This whole home isolation sort of stuff. It's got me talking about fighting uh, anyone at lightweight. You know what I mean? So uh, it's sending us all crazy, isn't it? <laughs> is is that in the future anyways for you? you know, yeah, I reckon it is. one title, but you know yeah, two man. titles is better. 100%. Like, again, I, that's just one thing that I don't want it to look like. I'm not chasing other fights. I want to defend my title. That's the, the fights that... I'm going to chase. If the UFC come to me with other fights, big fights, that's a different story. You know, I, you know, obviously if there's better money and if I believe that this is a, you know, and it's a, it's a good fight for me and it's good for my profile, whatever it is, you know, if I think that that's something that could be really big, I'll take it on. But again, I'm not chasing it. You ain't going to hear me call out Henry Cejudo in a lower division. You're not going to hear me call out Khabib right now at a heavier, you know, just to protect my belt right now. That's what everyone seems to be doing. They're trying to be double champs. Obviously, it's cool. 
but I really reckon most of them are trying to protect their their belt they own because they look at it. They look Henry. He moves up, fights me. He probably knows he ain't going to win that fight, but at the end of the day, he can still hang on to that bantamweight belt. Yeah, so that's how I look at it. He's a you know again he's a strategic to everything he's doing. Good on him, but at the end of the day, I'll squash him, and I ain't chasing fights like that. I'm I'm chasing my number one contenders. Yeah, he he seems to be uh, Henry Sewer. He seems to be targeting you, targeting you a little bit. Um, yeah, a lot of people describe him as cringy or corny. How would you describe his tactics? Yeah, look, yeah, cringy. It's funny you say that. I'm uh, I'm about to post a little a video. Uh, so test, stay tuned. Like it was a where it's just a little. You you understand it when we got it. So it was actually talking about him being cringe. But um, mate. This whole this home isolation sending me cringe too, mate. I'm doing whatever I can. People are gonna think I'm cringe. Within a couple of weeks, mate, people go, "What's what's happening to this bloke?" Home home isolation. That's what's happening. But uh, you know, I think it's all fun and games. Good on him. He's owning it. At the end of the day, well, sorry, brother. <laughs> you there? Yeah, yeah. All right, my bad. Yeah, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's owning it. Good on him. But. Ah, mate, you know, I just again, I just think that, you know, seeing him calling out everyone but the number one contenders, that's just something that I don't want to be. You know what I mean? That's something that's I just can't stand that. Now I'm seeing it way too much nowadays. Me, I want to fight the number one contenders and the people that deserve it. Just like again, that's why I, I give uh, Max a lot of respect. He was a great champion. Why? Because he fought the number one contenders. No bullshit. He gave me the opportunity. Yeah, there was probably other fights that could have been bigger. But he goes, Matt, this guy's the one that they reckon can do it. Bring it on. And, I, you know, I respect him for that. Now I want to do the same because I know I can take anyone out of my division. Uh, so, again, yeah, bring it on. What do you think about uh, Cejudo versus Aldo? You've been in there with Aldo, so you know what he has. What, what, do you think Aldo has what it takes to take out Cejudo at Bantamweight? Yeah, I think he does. I think he does. Honestly, I really do. Uh, again, Henry is a... Uh, going to really struggle obviously with the wrestling side of things then when he's going to want to attack you know what i mean uh, aldo is a you know a counterfighter he's so good at what he does like when people watch my fight i have to change my whole game you know what i mean because he's dangerous and there's things that he does so well that i had to use them things he does so well against him so uh you know again i won't go i won't explain too much i don't want to give uh, henry Cejudo any of my tricks but uh, you get what I mean that there's things that and that the reason that was respect that was me showing Aldo respect you know there was a fight that I had to a style I had to fight again that just shows my fight IQ and things that I can do people don't realize how deep I can go with things I've changed my game completely in the last four fights and only certain people can do that and uh, you know I don't think I don't think Henry Cejudo can and I think he's a uh, I hope he's not taking this fight lightly because I can see uh, Aldo winning it Okay, one last thing. Going back to uh, the role model thing, you know, a lot of people look up to many fighters in the UFC, and one of the biggest fighters is John Jones. Recently, you know, he had his run-in with the law, got arrested. When you see that keep happening with John Jones, what what is running through your mind? Man, like, I just it's crazy. Again, you know, you don't want to kick a man while he's down, but. Mate, if you're just going to put yourself in that position so many times, you can't blame people to put, you know, to kick you while you're down. You know, it's hard for me to be respectful in in this situation right now. You know what I mean? Because and it drives me insane that you still see people trying to stick up for him. You know, 
and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's got so much attention. Like, it doesn't matter about attention. Okay, yeah, he does have attention on him, but at the end of the day, he's still drink driving. At the end of the day, he's still putting other people's lives in danger. He shouldn't even be out of out, outside his home right now anyway, let alone drink driving. You got know what I mean? So it's a, it's a tricky one. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to take, you know, stabs at him, but man, like, you know, I heard him talking about anxiety and things like that. And, you know, I know that that'll be hard, you know, whether, but again, like, you know, especially him, uh, let's be honest, he's got some money. Invest in someone that will drive you around. I don't know if they can do that right now or, you know what I mean? It's a good investment for you. It really is. Like, it's something that, I don't know, man, like you need, a, again, like buy a car that, you know, now that with the whole coronavirus, maybe he's not allowed to get a driver driving him around. I don't even know if the, how that works. But if that's the case, build a car where you've you got, I don't know, where it's blocked off so you are completely isolated from each other and they can drive you wherever you want because, man, it's just, it's just happening too much. You know, again, it's hard for me to try and uh, stick up for him in any way. You know, I'm again, I pride myself on being a respectful, loyal you know, uh, one of the nice guys, and I try and do things right, not only for myself and my family, and because it's the right thing to do. And I just I believe that's not what he's doing, and that's not what he's all about. So, you know, again, it's it's something that I have to say, mate, like you put yourself in that position, you know, I ain't feeling sorry for you. All right, Alex, man, I appreciate the time. Um, hopefully you stay safe, keep the family safe, keep training, be ready. Maybe we'll see you fighting at lightweight at UFC 251, <laughs> who knows? But uh, whatever whatever the case, I'm pretty sure everybody would be looking forward to that fight. Thank you so much, man. No worries. Thanks for having me. Just remember, look, the champ. 145 <laughs> champ, baby. All right. Peace. See you later. <laughs>